You are now tuned into the Forge Chronicles podcast, live on the Hierarchy Podcast Network. I got yeah, I, I be listening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, we just, I just got to do what I do, you know? <laughs> do what you do. <laughs> All right, man, let's get this audio adventure started. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, happy Monday morning. This is the Porch Chronicles podcast. This is our special episode, special episode brought to you by the High RP Network. I'm your host, Lavelle Willis, a.k.a. Vail Mamba. Fellas, we on the porch. What's going on? What's cracking? What's, What's, What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Sitting on this cold ass wintery porch. <laughs> what up, Trey Boogie? What up, baby? What's up? What's up, world? Hey, man, it's my man, Trey Boogie, just sitting here, man, enjoying this uh, camaraderie of the fellas. And, um, I'm not fucking with Big Yeller no more. Okay. And I'm gonna tell y'all why. After, you know, because Big Yeller is, uh, he don't know how to let you go home. That's all I'm gonna say. That's it, man. What's up, Slick Slick Drip Drip Drip? What's up, what's up, world? It's your boy Slick Rick, AKA your favorite sneakerhead, AKA your neighbor, garbage man, AKA Drip Drip Drip. Hey, ain't nothing going on, man. I'm just glad to be back on this cold ass porch with y'all talking shit. What's up, Yeller? Shit, y'all know me, ain't shit cracking. Just on this motherfucker, glad to see y'all and ready to talk some shit. And goddamn it, Tracy, that was you and Juanita didn't know how to go home yesterday. Yeah, I shouldn't do with that. What's happening, uh, Mo? Hey, ain't shit going on, man. Hey, uh, our boy, uh, B. Diddy in the city, man. He gonna try to chime in. He gonna try to get with us very, very shortly. And the contributor. I see he's scrolling around in the neighborhood somewhere, but he ain't really fully came through. But y'all know we can't forget about our super producer, Southside Vale. What's up, son? What's up, family? How's everybody what, doing up? today? What yeah, up, what great, up? Yeah. great, great. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, Happy yes, to be sir. here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, excited about this. Excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me, too. yeah. Me, too. Me, too. Me, too. We're excited about this day. But, hey, we got a, a special guest, man, rolling up, man, on our porch today, man. Denise Nolan, our girl. Oh, yeah. Yo, uh, yo, girl, Nisi. Hey, let me let me tell y'all a little bit about her before I bring her in here, though. You know, Denise Nolan is a radio personality, producer, author, and poet. She grew up in Harvey, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago, Harvey World. Denise came to radio by way of her poetry, where she was known as Pizzazz. Man, if y'all ever heard this, oh, girl, yeah. man, oh, get yeah. out on the mic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she, 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 yeah. man, she the shit. She the shit. That's no, the name of this shit. episode, Pizzazz. Pizzazz. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, Go she hosts, she hosts, she hosted her own weekly open mic and performed on stage in many venues in the Chicagoland area. Denise started her radio career in 2006, producing and hosting her own radio show. That showcased independent artists and local talent on various radio stations here in Chicago. From 2012 to 2014, Denise was on midair, was was on mid, was a midday host, you know, in Spartanburg, uh, uh, South Carolina. Over the last four years, Denise has been a client, board operator, and producer at Crawford Broadcasting. Denise is currently the midday producer and air host on Saturdays from 12 noon to 4 p.m. on WSRB in Chicago. Y'all got to hang out with your girl, Nisi on the weekends, man. She do a thing, you know what I'm saying? She the bomb, man. She, she the, the bomb. bomb. She, man, old school hey, jams, hey. new school jams. She had you grooving all goddamn afternoon, yes, goddamn. Sir. Yes, sir. Man, yes. I definitely hey. told a couple of my cars listening to her. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but without further, further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the incomparable pizzazz, my girl, your yeah. girl. 
Denise Nolan. What's yes, up, sir? Yeah. Give it up, give it up. Yeah, a round of applause. Ooh, yeah. Sir. Fellas, it feels good to be on the Porsche Chronicles, okay? Yes, like, man, this is nice. I like what y'all doing. And just to see all of you together, to hear you guys, oh man, it just makes me feel so good. But each and every one of you are definitely a character. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, they always got something to say in their own special way. And I truly love it. I really, really oh, do. Sure. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Porch. For sure. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started, you know what I'm saying? Hey, this is this ain't nothing new for us with Denise. All right. We've yeah. been this yeah. like 35 years and over. 35 yeah. years yeah. plus. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, it, and it's kind of yeah. ironic, man. This weekend, you know what I'm saying, that we got on here on the porch, man. It's the 73rd year anniversary of Redeemer Church of Christ. Right. Yes. 73rd anniversary, man. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? This porch chronicles, this friendship, this brotherhood, yeah. everything. This all came through Redeeming Church of Christ. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's family. You know sure. what I'm saying? So, you know, we man, this this feels good, man. So, you know, we're going to go and get started, Denise. You know what I'm saying? We got some questions for you. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, you know, okay. tell the folks a little bit about what you're doing. You know, what you're doing right oh. now and everything. Okay. So, basically, um, what I'm doing now, I, um, I'm i producing more, actually. I'm producing in Power 92. Now uh, we have a new show called BB in the morning. So I'm doing that on Mondays and Tuesday mornings. Um, I'm training. I am on air. I'm your fill-in host, your guest host, whatever you want to name it. That's what I'm doing. But, you know, for me, as far as radio, I've been in it for about 16 years. I started off, of course, in gospel, started in the Mm -hmm. church, as you Mm -hmm. all know. And, you know, I want to take it back just a little bit because the person who I really looked up to whenever radio came on was Joshua Samuels Jr. Yeah, rest and in peace, Joshua. And I tell you, the yeah. voice that he had and yes, the way sir. he did announcements, oh my goodness, I just, yeah. I loved it. So today, you know, I think about him a lot. You know, may he rest in peace, but, yeah. you know, starting my radio career off and it ain't been easy, y'all. I'm here to tell you, you know, there's a lot that you got to go through to get to where you're trying to get to. But mm-hmm. once again, you got to keep pushing, have that passion and keep moving forward because I'm telling you, Oh, it's some backstabbers. You just got to watch out for them. But otherwise, I love what I do. Um, Like I said, you can catch me on the weekends. I'm your best friend on the weekends, 12 noon to 4 p.m. And yeah, so 106.3. You know, that's what's up. That's what's up. I I, I ain't going to even lie to you. I'm not going to even lie to you. I thought you had a career in figure skating or some shit. (laughs) Because <laughs> the goddamn it, the way the way you used to roller skate, man, we used to go man, man, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. And, hey, you know what I'm saying? We used to, you know, hey, used you to bite us all out. Man, remember we used to go? Remember we used to go to uh, Screaming Wheels? Yeah. Screaming yeah. Wheels. Yes. Screaming yeah. Wheels. Oh, yes. oh my god. Yes. Hey y'all, y'all gotta tell it right though. Y'all know Denise skated so goddamn well. You be on the floor and she come gliding back. It make you want to go sit down. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's we what I'm saying. Yeah, we I all... got jealous. No, I don't need to go. Don't don't do that. Yeah, don't you do. do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, only thing I could do was bounce a ball or throw a ball or hit something. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know, skating and all yeah. that roller coaster shit, that shit, whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. I leave that. I leave that to y'all. You know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. I leave that to y'all, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, that's what I, I thought. But you know, once once you know, we were growing up and teenagers in the church and everything yeah. like that. You were junior president of the usher board. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I was taking it back. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? 
I was the president of the, I was president of Kids for Christ. You yes. know, me and James Anderson, our brother, he was the vice president. So you know what I'm right. saying? We we was coming up in church, and you know, like Lil Lavelle. See, Lil Lavelle never knew you like that. He knew right. you knew him when he was born. But yes, then, you I know, did. Tammy and them went away. That's what we was telling them. I said, yeah. they were ushers. That was yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. I was sending them a picture. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> hey, nephew. Hey, nephew. They used to look sharp in their little white robes back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They be sharp like, boy, you got to <laughs> sit there. No, I've seen, there. I've actually seen some pictures of my mom in uh, in that outfit. Mm-hmm. So you probably were yeah. in the picture. I just didn't Might have been yeah. with her. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah. So man, uh, uh, the radio thing, you know. What yeah, I'm jump. What, let's what let's you, take it yeah. from the beginning. I don't want to interrupt, Pop. I'm sorry, but uh, I want to go from how we go from poetry to the radio and stuff. Right. Like, yeah, take us back to the beginning, like that. Okay, so basically, what uh, kind of started off was doing my poetry on air at the church, mm-hmm. and I think it was back when when Apostle we was on 69th and Harper. And Joshua mm-hmm. Simmons Jr. was doing the announcements and I started doing the announcements with him every now and then. You know, we had, I think, like the fourth Sunday in church or whatever yep, for the kids. Yep, so yep. I was able mm-hmm. to go ahead and, you know, sometimes do the announcements, not every Sunday, but, you know, every time. <laughs> but I was able to do it. But then what ended up happening was I kind of stopped doing my poetry. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't do it as much as I used to. And I was getting more into the gospel um, of music. We had three different radio shows at the church and I started doing the shows and I was producing. I wasn't on air. So I was the person just, you know, behind the scenes and that was fine for me. I didn't have to be on air. But what ended up happening is that we ended up changing um, radio stations and we ended up on 1570. And once we ended on 1570, um, I had to start hosting myself. It was called Kick 'em or Keep 'em. And we did that (laughs) some 14 years ago. Okay. Wow. And that's a long time. Yeah, 14 years ago, because I was actually pregnant. Damn. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that shit? Mommy, leave home. Don't do me. <laughs> oh, shit. I just tried. I just tried. <laughs> hey, DC, now you see what we have to put up with. Yeah. Then after that, um, I kind of rode into uh, going to uh, doing Spartanburg, South Carolina, and that was a gospel station as well. I was their midday host. Uh, I pre-recorded, you know, the luxury of the internet. You were able to record at night and play it the next yep. day. You know, that's just yep. what I did. So I was five days a week, and after that, went to uh, rejoice. And I was trying. I like sent my resume in for over a year. Okay, mm-hmm. constantly sending them my resume. No response. No response. One day I got that phone call and they was like, oh, yeah, we wanted to interview for a board operator position. So I was like, okay, shit, why not? I mm. called off the very next day because I was in park and recreation. Get <laughs> <laughs> to the interview. Now get this. I had no experience as far as going to school for radio and broadcasting, okay? Nothing mm. at all. Ended up getting hired with like 16 other people. Every last one of them had been to school. They had graduated and everything in radio. Not me. I was one of the ones that they kept after about three or four years out of the 16 people that got hired, there's only two of us left. That's oh, the wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. So after doing that, it got to the point where I was just producing everybody. I produced Mike Love, uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, Jade, um, what's the girl name? Uh, can't think of Jazz. 
she's the one who has the little fitness belts and stuff. So I basically produce for so many different people. And even Mayha now on Power 92, I produce for her as well. So it's gotten to the point where I've had an opportunity to produce for so many people. And then once you do that, they kind of say, okay, if you're a good producer, you could be on air. You know, that's kind of sometimes how it happens. It just depends. You got to send in air checks and all that kind of good stuff. But I ended up and I've been on air now for four years at Soul 106.3. And I had, you know, some days that I would just be like, man, I don't think I want to do this. Oh, it was a lot. Yeah. But I say it was a lot because of the things that you have to go through. People will try to block your blessings. They'll try to come in and, you know, do what you do. And y'all just, y'all know you work. Yeah. There's always yeah. politics. Yeah. Hey, right. So shit happens. For and sure. it got to the point where I was given that opportunity and chance. And here I am today. Yeah, that's what's up. Hey, let's, let's do this real quick. I'm sorry, Trey. I'm gonna cut you off. Let's do this real quick. Let's do this real quick. Hey, uh, our, the contributors here, our boy Keith yeah. finally even jumped up on the porch. You know what I'm saying? Good dog. Gotta, that was a big jump. Sure we in, what's up, hey, baby? first of all, what's up, Nisi baby? What's up, G? <laughs> Listen, <My love. laughs> like you said, most I was trying to find my way in on my computer. Okay. I, like I said, they bought me a computer for Christmas, and I couldn't get the audio to work. Oh, so I had to resort back to the phone. Together. Yeah, somebody yeah. has to do that shit. And Ashley ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's baby ain't here to help daddy yeah. out. That's your producer. Ashley is your yeah, producer. That's my that's producer. Yeah. I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna bother. I ain't gonna bother my super producer, which is Chandra, because she upstairs enjoying her uh, uh, her, t- her day off. So I'm not gonna even bother her. Okay. But uh, I'm here. How you feel though? You good? Uh, yes. Uh, I was tired of shit yesterday, but uh, I'm pretty good today. I done had and poured me a cocktail. Yeah, got yeah. my beer. I'm finna roll. Finna roll me a, a spliff. Man, it's finna be on. Yeah, you know, you just the porch, Denise. Come on now. Are oh, we sitting on the porch? You're yeah. supposed to be on the porch. Yeah. Yeah. drinking water. No. <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to. You were supposed to pull that tank away. Where that tank away at? Where that tank away at? Hey, I just drunk it all. I actually just drunk it all. Bottle is empty. <laughs> I right, go ahead, Trey. Go ahead, Trey. What you was going to do? No, I was just, I was just piggybacking off what Nisi was saying in terms of uh, her, her journey throughout the uh, industry so thus far. And I was, it, it was, I think a lot of times, and I know for myself, you look at people like yourself, you know, radio personalities, and, and we just look at the glitz and glamour of it, and we never yeah. see the the actual fact that this is actually a job that they're doing, and yeah. the politics that come along with it. As we all should, I mean, I'm sure we all experienced on our own jobs. And that's the thing that was so interesting about telling your story is because, you know, it, it's like I'll be telling everybody they got an ear. Hey, man, that's my girl, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my girl. You got to check mm-hmm. her out. Listen to right. her, you know, yeah. and, you know, but to, to actually know your your story and, you know, your mm-hmm. journey and to be a part of it in such, you know, a small way or whatever, it's, it's, it's so interesting. It's endearing yeah. because it's like, hey, I'm like, damn. They get yeah. to be on the radio. They get to talk to celebrities. They get to know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we don't yeah. know the 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 the, the, end, the, the back the, the end of it. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and it's crazy because you know when we were able to have artists come into the studio before COVID hit and everything, we had different artists, and it was at a point where some of them would come in. It would be so nice and open. Then you had some that was real stiff and still. And the part that you guys don't see is that. The producer at the time, which was me, I have to make sure that everything stays on time. So mm-hmm. it ain't, yeah, we playing music and we doing this and we doing that. There's a certain time that I got to be in music, a certain time I got to be out of music. I got a certain time to talk, let you know what's going on. It's just certain things that we have to do. And 
sometimes a lot of people don't get a chance to see that. Um, mm-hmm. I think I might start going live so people can see all the stuff that I go through. But um, <laughs> yeah, I really hate that we don't get a chance to have the artists in the studio anymore because I've met so many people. And, yeah, you done met a whole lot of, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I was I was I was kind of jealous when what's name was up there with you. Uh who's that chance the rapper was up there with you? Yeah, yes. And Kanye is real cool. That's a cool brother. She cool as hell though. She cool as hell. I don't care what y'all say. Leave him alone, damn it. We gotta leave him alone now, Phil. We gotta leave him alone. What's that? Bill don't Bill don't like him. No, Ricky was already ready to kill us anyway. So you know. Yeah, yeah, I I ain't gonna say nothing. Uh oh, uh oh. Hey, you guys just had some weird beliefs these past couple years. That's all. But you know what? Yo, 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 story, man, is is great. You know what I'm saying? And that's good that you don't have to have that full fledged college. Like you know, master yeah. thing just to be on the radio mm-hmm. producing and all that other stuff. Yeah, no, nothing still, but God, though. Nothing yeah, but God. yeah, nothing but God. Absolutely. Yeah. But let me, let me, let, let's go back and let's, let's, let's pizzazz, pizzazz. Yeah. What's oh, next yeah. for pizzazz? Is are you retiring pizzazz or you gonna get pizzazz back out or what? You know what you think? You know, because I mean, you come on, you're oh. great at you are fucking Man. great at that shit. That spoken word, you Man. are. Great yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I the love crazy. I love. The crazy part is I haven't written anything in such a long time. So a lot of stuff that I do is from, you know, back in the day what I was doing. I recently was on somebody's program um, a few months ago and y'all ain't gonna believe this. I was sitting there doing this fucking word and fucked around and forgot the words too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, did I just do oh, that? Wow. Yeah. Um, Possess is not retiring. Um, okay. Oh, beautiful. Still do some more. Just haven't had a chance to. I think I'm more so in the training and trying to get more people um, into radio and getting them into doing something that they want to do that they love. And I love training the young people that my job right now, especially mm. when I know their goals and what they're trying to do. So as far as doing that, yeah, it's she's not going nowhere. Pizzazz is going to still be around, but like even you guys, I love what you guys are doing, and I'm telling you, it can't go nowhere but up from here. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate yeah, that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. We, we, you know, yeah. with this thing, you know, we've been trying to get this thing off for a minute. I mean, yeah, and it's not easy. No, it's nah. not. It, but you know, God, you know, sent my son this way. You know, because yeah. he, he's a, so a, he's just an aspiring young man. Oh my yes. God, I mean, and his mind oh, yeah. is just beautiful. His mind yeah. is beautiful, and he's trying to take this network somewhere and. He put him right in our lap and said, "Okay, right. I, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. it. And I'm, I want y'all to take it and go with it. That's you know, right. we gonna take one step, and we know he gonna take two, because that's, that's right. how God works. So, yes, I mean, you know, but you know, what's up, Lavelle? Talk to her. You know, this, beautiful this, man. Yeah, you know? I, I yeah. see what he's doing. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, just to get them all together. Um, yeah. You know, when you first turn on a podcast, the one thing <laughs> a person does is listen to the professionalism of it, how Mm -hmm. it starts out. And when Mm -hmm. you come in with, you guys have your opening, that Mm -hmm. right there alone that you know, okay, this is gonna be some shit. You gonna definitely (laughs) (laughs) You can listen to some podcasts out there and they- Yeah, yeah. dry as ever, just dry. Yeah. Let me tell you, you guys make me laugh when you talk about stuff. And I know this is a fellas thing, okay? I understand. <laughs> I do females <laughs> on this show. But um, I, I truly love what you're doing, Bill Jr. I'm so glad that you got them involved in doing you got your own, man. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. 
And see, that's the thing. I um I studied, like, you know, just I feel like my whole life, like radio was like a passion for me. So just being able to talk, like everybody was telling me, you're so opinionated. Why don't you get a podcast? Why don't you try to be on the radio? This and that. So mm-hmm. I just went for it. You know, so many people yeah. just talked about it so long and I have been able, you know, like making beats and I was actually producing other shows and stuff before I even stepped out to even yeah. do my own thing, you know? Wow. So um, it's funny. I was watching um, talk to me about PD green um, a couple of days ago. And um, that made me think of like, uh, you know, growing up, like inspirations, I was able to interview like Tony Capone, you know, those were like like, inspirations and stuff growing up. And then like crazy Howard McGee, you say like Mike Love, you know, those those are like my inspirations and Charlemagne now. So so that's the question I want to go to you now. Like, was there anybody who inspired you to go into radio? Like, who who did you look up to going into the business? Because I know it wasn't too many um, women coming up in the radio industry like when right. you guys were younger and all of that so yeah. who who inspired you the most you think well the person that inspired me the most he's no longer on radio right now he used to be on um his name is mike love he used to be on yeah DCI. yeah on, mm-hmm. so when I was mike love in the disc yeah i loved it so mike love rick party and yes. yeah. also Sundance. Um, and yeah. I actually ended up producing for her. I was her midday producer. Oh, beautiful. And she was working mm-hmm. with me. And when I tell you, I literally just sat in the room and I just soaked up everything that she did. And also Daryl King as well, because I was her producer yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And when you see these ladies and even the men as well, they can be in mid-conversation with me and it's time for them to get up and talk and boom, they right into it. Like they was never talking to me. They go straight in and we call it spit from the hip. But the way that they do it, it was just so amazing. And like I said, I just sat there and I just soaked it up like a sponge because I said at some point I want to be able to do it just like how they do it. You know, one thing that I know that I have to learn to do and by you speaking about being opinionated, Mike Love told me when I first started because I was new on air at Seoul He said, be careful of being opinionated in the beginning. He said, you Mm got to get the respect of your listeners first. So then Mm -hmm. that way they'll say, okay, they can take that opinion. But sometimes you can come in and be opinionated and they'll be like, wait a minute, I ain't listening to her no more. She she don't know what Mm -hmm. she's talking about. But once you gain that respect and you gain those listeners and they start listening to you, your opinion and everything else that you say, they're going to ride with you or they may even call you. I get a lot of people that call me talking shit, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) it it is what it is. But that lets me know that people are listening and it it feels good to know that people are listening. Like I was on the phone today with somebody for 15 minutes, literally Mm -hmm. just sitting there talking to him, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, those are the people who. Did it for me, Mike Love, Rick Party, and Sundance, and Daryl King. Beautiful. That's what's, what's up, up man. That's what's yeah. up, man. But you, yeah. you're doing one hell of a job, man. You're doing one hell of a job, man. And oh, I yeah. Think, yes. I thank God, man, that, you know, he got a, he got young women out there like yourself. Thank that's you. very opinionated. Yeah. Yeah, I was just I was just alluding to the uh, diversity when she said, you know, when Nisi was speaking about, uh, you know, how, you know, the women in, in the industry is, so to speak. And I was like, you know, I can remember um, uh, Bonnie, De- Bonnie Deshaun. Bonnie Deshaun. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and Toa, what was the, uh, was the late night lady? Uh, Toa, I can't think of her name. I, I, I can't think of But it's just like I say, to, to hear your voice and, and, you know, in Sundance and Lady Red. I listen to them every every lunch hour. I mean, I'm on it, you know. Yeah. And 
I'd be like, you know, damn. And I'd be like, is that Nisi or is that lady? I'd be having to try to like, decide which one. And I'd be like, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah. It's, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Keep it we're up. Gonna have to, uh, we're going to have to get you on a national stage so we can get you with Cheryl the Strawberry. You know what I'm Man. saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. And she has the most, she has one of the most beautifulest voices in radio. Yes. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? The way she speaks and she everything actually- is just. On social media, uh, she put something on one of my pictures one day oh, and stuff. Okay. And I got all excited and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you do. I mean, I can't think somebody else. Um, what's his name? Tony Schofield. He mm-hmm. uh he recently responded to something that I have posted online, and um it, it makes you feel good because not to say whether or not they're listening to you or not, but you never know who's listening to you, right? You right, know, right. And stuff, and that's we provide right. even. With podcasts, podcast is the biggest thing in radio right now. Literally, mm-hmm. okay. Podcasts have they taken over radio, okay. Mm-hmm. So you just never know who's listening. The opportunity, that chance hit, you end up on whatever platform, whether it's iHeart. You know, you just got to keep going, and, and you just never know who listening to you. So don't ever stop what you're doing. Don't ever think that what you're doing is not reaching somebody because you know it is. That's the beautiful thing about this, Denise. It's like we 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 originally just started this as the camaraderie that we have built over the years. And right. this is nephew's true vision. And we just, like I say, we piggybacking off of nephew's vision and he's put right. this whole thing together. Right. But the, the uniqueness of it is, is that the, the longevity we have in each other's lives. It's like right. we've literally watched each other. We went from teenagers to, to adulthood and watched our kids grow up together. And we've been, so that's the, the camaraderie of this show is that we're right. not faking this. It's not, we don't have to rehearse. It's like, you know, some people have to say, okay, well, you can't say that. Well, hell, we say mm-hmm. everything on this motherfucker because <laughs> we just on the horse. Look, when you know, I listen, I be like- Say ass, say everything on this Amy, <laughs> And see, when I'm at the station, that's the one thing I had to be careful of because I know I got yeah. a slick ass motherfucking mouth and motherfuckers right. don't say the <laughs> I, mean, I got to talk slow sometime, like- Right. Hey, don't let uh, it shit roll off the tongue. <laughs> I am on the radio. Yeah. I am on the radio. Let me watch yeah. it. Let me watch it. Yeah, it is, that, that shit would yeah. be hard for me. I'd be like, oh, man. Yeah. Especially like coming from podcasting, yeah. like how right. we done started. Yeah, that's going to be hard. That'd be like yeah. a comedian trying not to cuss doing his set. Exactly. You know right. Right. <laughs> I don't know how Steve Harvey do it. I don't you know, know how he did it. Right. Right. He, he stuff, I don't know how he did it. He a good one. I'm going to cuss every rip. All right, Denise, baby, we're not going to hold you. We want to okay. thank you, man, for spending this time with us, man, coming up here on this porch, doing your thing, and telling your story. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is our girl, Denise Nolan, a.k.a. Pizzazz. Uh, your girl Nisi, she's on 106, uh, 106.3. Right. So 106.3 each and That's every right. Saturday from 12 noon to 4 p.m. And sometimes you can catch her during the week. She be guest hosting a lot. Yeah, when I guest host, so you a lot can of catch me from 10 to 3. Yeah. Uh, anytime on a Monday through Friday. So just make sure y'all, you know, follow me. as your girl Nisi on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Denise Nolan on Facebook, a... I'm sorry. And uh, yeah, I'm on TikTok all, too. No, plug, little, plug all your stuff. Go ahead, plug it all. Yeah. I do a little something, something over there on TikTok. <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to dance. So once I get all those dances in, yeah, but y'all make sure that you're following me. And just to give it to you again, it's Denise Nolan on Facebook, your girl Nisi on TikTok, 
and Instagram. I want to thank you guys so much for letting me come up on the porch. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, yeah. we love you, baby girl. We love, love you, baby girl. Love you too. Don't All be right. no stranger. We'll talk right. to you soon. All right. Yeah. Yep. Love. All right, man. That was our girl, man, Denise Nolan, man. That was our girl, man. She chimed in with us, man, on this special episode, man. What's up, man? Any thoughts on this, man? Beautiful. I'm, just proud, of you, I'm, I'm proud of I'm you, just, I'm just starstruck right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday's prices is not tomorrow's prices. <laughs> <laughs> Come on this porch, all right? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. True, I'm man. Uh, it really true. is amazing. Hey, hey, hey Mo, hey, Mo. Hey, I just want to, man, just give you hands down, man. Great interview. All right. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank Great. You, yes, you, you, you in Southside, man. Y'all, yes, y'all. Sir. Yes, sir. I can take yes. it back a little further. Moses, I guarantee you, this is the tripped out part about this, this, this show is because I never thought in a million years that we'd be interviewing Denise for our podcast, but right. on the on the level that she's at right now, and right. it's like we right. just I, and I and I and I say this in the most sincere way. We we playing around with this thing, and we 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 helping nephew get you know get his vision to the next level, and 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 to interview her on I on this level, it's like man. She got yeah. time out to be off the radio to talk right. to us and you know what I'm saying and inspire saying. us. She just came off the radio an hour ago, man. And right. right That's, I'm like, why? Wow, right. We get off our jobs. We don't want to do shit. What you <laughs> right? <laughs> don't want to interact with nobody or nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we want to thank we want to thank her for her time, man, and everything like that. So you know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. So that's what's let's up. uh let's talk about a couple of things. Um, Matt Eberflos. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you pronounce his name? Eberflus. I showed it. Know how? I thought to. it was Eberflus. Yes. However, you say F L O O S. That's how they said it. Flos. I think it's Flos. Eberflus. Whatever. Yeah, man. It should have been Brian DeBow, man. Hey, you know the Giants swooped him up and got. I know, man. That shit pissed me off so fucking bad, man. Well, well he'll be gone man. in a couple of years in the Giants. <laughs> you say he gonna be gone. <laughs> yeah. He ain't turning that yeah, around. If they don't, if they don't upgrade their quarterback, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I, okay, let's, like I said on the line, let's let's give Eberflus a chance. Now, I don't like what I heard today about these coordinators. One coordinator, man, almost made me just hit my hit my wall when I heard this name, Pep Hamilton, quarterbacks coach. He better not do that shit, man. I don't even know why the fuck he interviewing for anybody's offensive coordinator job, man. He was with the Bears, man, a few years back, probably about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Man, is he is he crazy, man? But well, I don't. But the only thing is, he developed Justin Herbert. Pep Hamilton some, did. Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah. He did. He's not. He's not. He's not <laughs> as bad as he's, 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 he's. Man, he was with Peyton Manning over there in Denver. Yep. I think. You know, yeah, he was, he was, he was. Now, see, I mean, they did, they offered the job to, uh, to the, to the Packers, uh, passing game coordinator. I'm with that. I'm with that. And then they was talking about bringing Pepe in as the QB coach. So I'm not, I'm not mad at that at all. Okay, like, I ain't mad at yeah. that. But if you talking about making him the coordinator, no. Nah, yeah, yeah. I don't want him calling the plays. But I, I, we can see what this Packers the guy does. Yeah, like, Packers but, got a nice offense, so shit. Right, exactly. Ball, so shit. I mean, what the yep. fuck. Yeah. I'm with that, you know. Now, who the defensive coordinator gonna be? That's the next well, thing, right there. Do y'all think we need to? We do. I mean, did he do a bad job? The guy to say, did he really do a bad job? I don't think he before wants him though. That's the right. Thing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you are well, you, you know, you a head coach. You want your own people in there. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you want to hire your own people. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, I understand. I, I get, get it. it. So that's the know. politics of the game. But Desai, uh, he interviewed for the uh, the Seahawks uh, defensive coordinator position. So oh, oh did yeah, because they did yeah. sign Ken Norton. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get another job. He should. He should. No, he had Who a good season. Ken Norton. The he got the fired. Seahawks fired him. Oh, fired him. I should say signed him. No, I fired yeah, him. Seattle, Seattle fired him. Well, it's what gonna you be a You just gonna wait and see. Yeah, that's all. I mean, we've been watching the Bears for a long, long time. And every time they change, they change shit. We get excited about who's coming mm-hmm. in. And then they don't do shit. They may yeah. do something for one or two years. One, mostly. Yeah. yeah. It's always that first shit. year. So, it's always yeah, that it's first just, year. It's yeah. a waiting seat. You know, it's a waiting seat. That's that yeah. bullshit that ain't fed us as fans, man. Keith made a good point, man. We've been watching the motherfuckers a long time. And they give us one good year, and then we, it's just like we start questioning every fucking thing from there thereafter. <laughs> it's like, why the fuck did he do that? Why didn't they do that? They let such and such go. It's like the we can't get no consistency in that organization in terms of yeah. winning. But shit, man, it's just it's just pathetic, man. And I, I as an owner, I don't care if that's not my first love or business or whatever where my my real money come from. Just to take pride into you know. The, the the business standpoint of it, like, man, these fans come out here and spend a hard-earned money, and this is what y'all giving, this the product y'all get, we paying for? The, like, the, really? The problem is, man, they need to hire a president of football operations. Exactly. Yeah. They need somebody in between Poles and Phillips. Mm-hmm. It need to be an in-between, yeah. okay? Yeah. Because McCaskey and Phillips don't know shit, don't know what they're doing. They're business people. That's it. Right. Ryan Poles don't need that's what pace problem. You don't need all of that that uh responsibility like, like that. They need mm-hmm. somebody on top, but in between Poles and Phillips, they need a president of football operations. Mm-hmm. They need somebody like that, man. Get some man. I don't know, whatever, man. I, every time I start thinking about it, piss me off. <laughs> well, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like I said, that's the part that we forget that it is a business to them. They they it's yeah. just a business, you know. You know, regardless if they win it, they, they they could keep losing. The Bears yeah. gonna always generate money, yeah. always, yeah. always. So I mean, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We the motherfuckers that care, having our pressure all up, stressed out, mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, having Keith all stressed out and shit. That's the thing, right? I, I don't be stressed out. <laughs> <I'm really sure. laughs> uh uh-uh. uh, don't put, don't say I be stressed out. I enjoy <laughs> <watching> <laughs> Baby, it's a joke because you. football. I know, I know, football is king, <laughs> but your ass be stressed the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Keith. That I mean, he go through a out. thing. He he gets up and leaves after a certain quarter. You know, yeah. Don't be at his house. Ain't no sense in watching this shit no more because I'm just going to get even angrier. So let me just go. For real. Yeah. Fuck it. I can find something else to do. I can go in there and peel some potatoes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a passionate Bears fan, man. You hey, didn't that nigga start painting the house in the middle of the game no. one time, man? Something like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's better than watching these motherfuckers. <laughs> right. I can go in there and clip my toenails. That's more exciting. Uh, <laughs> that's hey, nephew, I got a question for you. Yes, you sir. are the younger generation. How Unfortunately. How would you feel if you were in the uh, in a professional sports and an old head was just still running the motherfucking league? Terrible. How would you feel? Because <laughs> I, I hate say it that now. Because Tom Brady at, at, at forty, what forty four? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
when mm-hmm. winning Super Bowls. You got motherfucking quarterbacks that's 23, 24, supposed to be in a prime. They can't stop this old bastard. Then yep. you got LeBron. You can switch it over to basketball. LeBron at, at 37, putting up the numbers, MVP-type MVP numbers. And I'm looking at a, a young motherfucker out there that, that's, you know, supposed to be hot, and you let this old motherfucker come through the league and do this shit to you? I'll do yeah. that. I mean, that with me, I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Your time has came and gone, man. We gotta, we gotta take your throne. We don't, I, you ain't gonna hand it off to me. I'm taking. It. But the thing about that is, experience is the best teacher. So All you can't long. be upset about the, those type of players who still dominating because they know the game like the back of their hand. Tom Brady can read any coverage. LeBron James can can you know beat any not not saying he can beat anybody but I mean you know what I'm saying he can take anybody one on one you know what I'm saying he knows the logistics of the game and that's what I'm saying experience is the best teacher so you got to feel a way about it being a younger guy of course but you're going to respect it because he's who he is that's Tom Brady you know what I'm saying like you you Tom you you just was up twenty seven to three and whatnot. He comes back to win 28 to 7. That's Tom Brady. You know, that's all you can say. Like that's that that was Tom Brady that did that. So he got most, yeah. Mm-hmm. He got that respect like that, you know. So I get it, but you know, Tom Brady didn't have to deal with Josh Allen his whole career. So whatever. Mm-hmm. He ran right up yeah. out of there when Josh Allen came through, didn't he? Oh my god, look at that! Great ass, great ass. It's all it's a lot of great young quarterbacks coming up. I mean, it's a whole lot of. But it, how many of it, them in the it, NFC? All, I was thinking yeah, all about of, that earlier. No, all of them in the AFC. I was going to yep. say that. Yeah. Justin yep. Fields has so many opportunities to be the best quarterback in this in the NFC now, especially so, if Rodgers and and Brady's is gone. No, so so do you think Aaron Rodgers should stay in Green Bay or try to take his chances in, in the AFC? I think his best young bet is to stay in Green Bay. I think mm-hmm. that'll be his best. His ass ain't going nowhere. No, no, he might. He might. I think if he go he anywhere, may, he'd but end up I don't in Denver. think so. Yeah, Denver is the spot. Denver is the spot. If I if he goes anywhere, I would love to see him go to Tennessee. Yeah, that you said be, that. That would yeah. be great for him. Go to Tennessee. He got a, he got a running game with Derrick Henry. You got Julio Jones and AJ Brown over there. Mm-hmm. You got a decent defense, and they was the number yeah. one seed this year with Tannehill. So can you imagine if you get Rodgers in that damn uh? Offense with yeah. them? Come on, man. Yeah. That, that wouldn't that I do I go to Tennessee before Denver. So you saying Tennessee <laughs> had just tapped uh Tiny Hill contract and say, come on in, Aaron Rodgers. For sure. I don't, yeah. I mean yeah. football, <laughs> football contracts, you gotta remember some trade football contracts aren't guaranteed. I know Tiny Hill probably mean, won't be that big of a cap hit. He probably only uh, got a right. year or two left on his contract. Right. Yeah. So they'll trade him somewhere. Somebody will pick him up. I think if Jimmy G lose tomorrow, I think the 49ers is is one of the landing spots. If the if they don't make it to the Super Bowl. I hope the NFL is listening to this podcast, man, because you got some motherfucking general managers on this line. We just made some deals. Y'all like y'all like hell. (laughs) Really trade. You said trade them. You said you said shit. They they eat up the kind. We we explaining some shit like we can get this shit done. If mm-hmm. Rogers stays, a, if Rogers leave stays, it to Trey to say some goofy ass shit. Rogers <laughs> stays. If Rogers stays, take that old camouflage ass sweat off. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, who you camouflage? Man. 
I like this uh, hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> if Roger stays and Deontay Adams Nike. gets a uh, gets the franchise tag, the the Green Bay Packers are due to take a forty eight million dollar cap hit. That's mm. huge. That's huge. Mm. Yep, they're gonna have to give up them linebackers. Yep. Uh Smith, uh, the other dude. Yeah, Green Bay gonna be a whole different team next year, man. Yep. They're gonna be the ninety nine yep. Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were terrible. Yeah, yeah they were terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was like a, it was like a balloon, and somebody just punched a hole in them up. Uh-huh. All the happens went out. You got motherfuckers oh, walking down shit. the street like, man, I played for the Bulls. You did. <laughs> 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 Win? <laughs> shit. Yeah, but wow. the Bears, man, the Bears, they gonna get, they gonna have a few contracts. They gonna get off the books. They gonna have about fifty million dollars to spend. Do you years. keep Tariq Cohen? It depends yes. on the, I don't think the so. Keem Grant thing. That's what I was saying. If we it's either him or Grant. You know what? I, I'm, I'm optimistic to say yes because he set out the whole year. So his knee should be fine. So it's yeah. got to be a reason why he set out the whole year. I was finna say that, Keith. I was finna say that. I mean, why they didn't really have to rush him back though, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. But they I said if we in the plans. You don't think he in the plans? I don't need so. Not with a new regime. If Nagy was still there, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't. I mean, so. how do you use them? That's the hey, question. Man, how how, how Matt Nagy, man? How Matt Nagy not call? Uh, That's Alan crazy, Robinson, man. He's an asshole. Views, we need to take a trip to Lake Forest see if he's still out there, man. Because <laughs> he, he gotta get some of these words, man. He gotta get some of these words, man. man leave that man alone. Man. He's gone. <laughs> Let, he gone. He's that's done. Let him go. Mm-hmm. Us, us, uh, his, his, he has been ushered out the building, so oh, just let it go. God, you know, it's, it's, it's time to look forward. You know, it's yeah, concentrate sure. on the new. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You know. You know, some, some we story. all know. I told y'all ass it should have been fired at the fourth and fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fourth and fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, I never forget mm-hmm. that. That's gonna stick in my brain forever. And that's yeah, the first goddamn game of the year, motherfucker. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. I gave that oh, motherfucker half. I told him fire him at halftime of the first game. Shit. No, I said fire his ass I mean, after last season. You know how I many was, games I they was, win this season? After that New Orleans was game, six? I was done with him. I was done. They with won him. six games. Six. Yeah. Yep. yep. Six and eleven. <laughs> no first round pick. No first round pick. Got picks and all. And hope they didn't. The they did. They didn't do nothing to this boy's rep. I mean, his, his psyche. No, he all right. Feels no. I'm not. I hope so. We'll see. He just got to stay healthy. I wait yeah. to see that as well. He got to stay on the field. That's yeah. what I'm worried about. I ain't worried about his talent. He should have not played at all. I feel you, Unc. If I would have known the season was going to go like, right. I mean, I did. He should have not played at all. He needed some reps, though. Yeah, he you should. Know, they he fucked that whole thing up. You going to go sign, dog. You got yeah. foes. That's, that's, I'm, I'm Why scared. did he get on the field? Fuck what, the, fuck what we wanted on the real. Man, we talking about real football. Might, he might end wanted. up being a monster next year. He got new so. coaches I hope and so. all of that. I hope they so. They get him some weapons and stuff. I hope nothing but but bright future for the young man. But what I'm saying is what happened this year. Yeah. I think they, man, I, think they, they I hope they didn't fuck with his confidence. You know, Hindsight shit. is a motherfucker. It, it mm-hmm. Because like you said, because we, we got we we got some pieces. Yeah. On defense and offense. That offensive line, if they all get together with the new guys that they got and they stay healthy, we got a shot. We got we yeah. got we got a great running back. 
Yeah, we got two great running backs. Two good backs with Herbert and uh, Montgomery. We got receivers. We got Mooney. We got and, tight uh, ends. Demir Bird. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really so. I like, dude. You I got like linebackers. You got, got pass play, rushers. No, we need Ooh. to get another tight end. Horstead, Horstead, man. No, I think we got. I think we said a tight end. I think. I think old boy gonna be all right. He's gonna be all right. Yeah, I think so. He ain't gonna be no grandkids on what's name, but you know we don't know that yet. Well, we don't know it yet. He's been in the league three years. Shit. We know he can catch a lot of shit. In his defense, Bill, that was a fucked up uh, offense that they was running. Yeah, I get it. That's true. Let's see. I I think he deserved one more year. Because Green Bay, before we decide, get his ass out If dude get that job, Green Bay always use their tight ends. I mean, I don't say what you got them for if you're not going to use them. That's all I'm saying. You got them, use them. Shit. We what? got pieces. We got pieces. We just got to get them together. And, and we need the Bill right Walsh out there, man. We need Bill Walsh, man. Yeah, damn, you were way I've been watching. Uh, you know, they doing. They got a Joe Montana uh, documentary on Peacock. So oh, I've been, okay. I've been going back watching that. Y'all show failed to talk about the Bears scoring three points in '89 in the NFC Championship, but that's cool. Oh yeah, you don't know you remember huh. about that? Oh yeah, I remember didn't that know shit. a thing about it. I didn't know yeah, a thing I remember about that guy. Yeah, was, oh yeah, I was disgusted. Was, I was sitting there watching game. the highlights, like are these dudes serious? Dude was banging Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice was banging dude who was sticking him so bad. I just couldn't believe it. Like, what is going on? I'm watching the game. I had to go to YouTube to watch some of the game. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty, pretty bad. bad. We yeah, talking about, you talking about shit, bad. Jerry Rice. Shit, Jerry Rice yeah. killed everybody. Mm-hmm. Shit. After the Bears won, after the Bears won the Super Bowl in '85, they, everything just went to shit. You know, they, they well, got no. too big headed. Even the coach, they were still making the playoffs though. They yeah, were they were still making, making the playoffs, playoff, but they, they made a couple. Of, they made a couple of NFC Championship games. I know they lost to San Francisco, mm-hmm. and I think yeah, Washington wasn't came the in here and whooped our ass too. They weren't the same. They weren't the same. With that, with that defense, they should have won more than one. Yeah. Yeah. With that yeah. defense, they should have won more than one. What what I watched in 85 was that quarterbacks were scared. I mean, you could see it in a in, in a demeanor when he walked That's up to the Patrick line. Patrick Mahomes wasn't there, too. Mahomes would have tore them defenses. I'm apart, talking about 85, motherfucker. <laughs> that's what, that's what he was saying. He said that's <laughs> the boy even born in 85. No, I'm gonna tell you one thing that I, I say is if, if, if you if, go with that shit right there, I'm talking about some, shit, some old today, shit. These quarterbacks of the day wouldn't allow, they wouldn't have been able to sustain the hits that was going being delivered back in '85. Dent would have hurt that boy. That's true. Dent would have hurt that boy. Mahomes not small though. Dent would have hurt that boy. It didn't matter. It didn't matter, Vail. Dent with a marsh hit that motherfucker. With a marsh was so motherfucking fast. Man. Oh my god. Yeah. Well. It's all good. It's all good. But we got to and and Tariq running his ass across that middle. Shoot. Plank. I mean, uh, uh, what's oh boy? Gary Fisick. Uh, Gary Fisick. Fisick would have leveled Fisick his ass. Fisick endures. They would have leveled his ass. Motherfucker, keep on coming across here. Here. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's do this. Well, no, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's do this real quick. Hold on. U.S. USA Today. They named the 1985 Bears the NFL's greatest team of all yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's what's up. Yeah, I, and I agree totally, one hundred percent. 
Yeah, yeah that's Bears is the best team I ever seen. I mean, I cried and they go to work <laughs> the next day. See, yeah, I actually sat like there and cried. Dang, man, y'all lucky, man. I, actually I was eleven. Year, I was eleven years old, man, when they played yep. the Super Bowl, man. And we, yeah. we was living on 61st and Cottage. Yes, yes. Wow. January 26th, 1986. And, 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 and do y'all, I remember it clear as day. They said if the Bears won the Super Bowl, we didn't have to go to school. Go to school, yep. yep. Wow. <laughs> I didn't go to work. I was <laughs> up there. It was cold as shit the next day, too. I mean, cold as shit. Oh, that was beautiful. I'll that. I think, I think, a, I think, I think the cup, the first that was a years, holiday. I think the first couple of years before they won the Super Bowl, that's when I really got in tune with football. But see, it was a few episodes back, maybe about 20 episodes back when I was talking about what really intrigued me about the game of football. It was the Bears winning the Super Bowl in 86. And then that very next year, that's when I fell in love with John Elway on that drive, man. That was some of the beautiful coolest shit I ever seen in my life. <laughs> you talking about Brady bringing a motherfucker back, but John Elway, man, in minus minus two degree weather mm. in 87, January 87, man, AFC championship, Cleveland and, and Denver, man. That was some of the most beautiful shit I ever seen. That's the game. But, but, but let me let me tell you, let me tell you to no, me what that's makes when, football no, That's came. when Elway drove down there and won that bitch. Let me no, tell you what makes two yard line or some shit. That was no. the, that was the year after that in '88, Trey. Yeah. yeah, but let me ahead, let me tell you, let me tell you what 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 makes football king to me when they started with the forward pass because that's poetry in motion. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you watch teams like back in the day, like uh, the San Diego Chargers, Damn, the uh, the Miami Dolphins, Damn, you know, with receivers like that, San Francisco with Jerry Rice, yeah. you know. That was pure. Jerry Rice and uh, who was the other guy with Jerry you know, Rice? Who was the other receiver? Because uh, yeah, it was two uh, of them. John Rice Taylor. John Taylor. Right? John Taylor. John Taylor. Yeah. Dwight Clark. Dwight I mean, Clark. We, 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 when you when you watch Drew Pearson and and yeah. and and and, and uh, Tony Hill, uh, Hill, I think Tony I think, Hill. Uh, yep. Tony, Tony Hill. Hill. Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson. Yeah. I mean, Hill. come on, man. I mean, goddamn. That quarterback yeah. would throw that ball and they'd be right there catch that motherfucker. Shit. Yeah, Grant Hill father. Grant Hill father played for the Cowboys. I'm always even go back to I'm even go back to Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan and uh John Starwood. Yep. Couldn't find a better combination. That's what football was like. Ooh, man, this shit here is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fell in love with some football. Because back then, that's you talking about a lot of plays. The motherfuckers used to get straight burnt by the remember the clock, the the Mark boys over there in Miami. This Mark yeah, Duke the, and Mark yeah, Clay. Yeah, the I mean, Marks brothers. The Marks brothers. Yeah, the Marks brothers. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mark Clay, yeah. The Dolphins. Then we're yeah. talking about Washington. Washington, yeah. D.C. They, they the only one fucked the Bears up. They only one. The only Bears, one. They, man. Dan Marino ate that defense alive. Man. Monday night. Yeah. Monday night. Damn it. Damn it. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. Man. Put it on them. All right, man, let's do this, man. All right, Rick, what you got, man? Your boy EC, uh, V Diddy in the city got a message, man, from Vic and Rick's Nightlife. Yeah, Vic wanted me to send this out. It's a podcast he did um, Friday. It's called Father's Should. That's the name of the podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can get your uh, streaming service. All right. Basically, it's, um, it's two friends. Their names are Miss Vaughn and Flemings. Mm-hmm. The podcast is available on all platforms. 
So basically, it's Victor was on there and they wanted um, parents of, of kids who has been killed and um, no, murdered in the Chicago violence. So go check it out, man. It's a very good podcast. Uh, he was on there. Um, Rita was on there. So go yeah. give him a listen. The name of the podcast is called Fathers Should. Beautiful. That's what's up. That's, That's what's up, up, man. And you know, we give it up, man. You gotta we check that out. Yeah, we give it up for uh, for Victor and Rita, man. Yes. Who, yes. Who's, you know, yeah. had to endure that. They experienced that tragedy, have, man. Yeah. That tragedy, we, man. We can understand. I haven't experienced yeah. that self. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just thank God, man, for his covering, man, and his just, his infinite wisdom, man, and his favor towards, you know, everybody, man, that's had to, you know, endure that pain, you know. So, blessings, man. Blessings, blessings. Hey, I got, yeah. I got real quick, one little free of mind, real quick. I just want to ask y'all this question. I had an experience this morning. Me and my wife, um, was in South Holland and we went to the Popeyes in South Holland. In and uh, my question first, let me start off. The, I want to I want to ask y'all a question real quick. Do y'all think during the pandemic, do y'all think the art of customer service has been lost? That's the yes. question. But Shit, yeah. it ain't never been none. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I was in, we was in the drive-through today, and so we got up there. And we, you know, I, I'm driving. I'm like, hey, good morning. You know. May I take your order? Wasn't no, you know, good morning back. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I ordered, you know, I ordered my food. And so I'm, you know, I'm like, she told me the price. And I was like, thank you. No, you know, no response. I'm like, okay. So I drive around. So it's time to, you know, get our food. The young man opens up the window, hand me my food. Then he hands me a receipt. Now the bill was, the, the, the bill was like $10.95. I gave her $11, right? Time to get the receipt. He gave me the wrong receipt, first of all, which is, you know, cool, common error or whatever. So I was like, no, nah, that's not my receipt. You know, I really didn't know what the change was. I knew I gave 11. I didn't know how much the actual bill really was until after the fact. But he gave me the receipt, but he didn't give me no change. And so I was like, don't I got some change? And the manager was sitting right there. And she was like, it's only a nickel. And I say, well, excuse me, man. It's my nickel. It's, right. I mean, I say, but the protocol of- Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I'm like, she said to me, it's only a nickel. And I'm like, how, I say, it's not about the money. I say, it's the principle. I say, it's mine. I say, you don't know if I want my, you can't just take that away from me. That's stealing, in a wow. sense. And this is, and so she was like, well, hold on. I got to go get the key to open up the register. And I was like, you know what? It's not that serious, but you are the manager and you, this is bad. How the fuck can you just, you supposed to give people they change no matter if it's a penny, it's their change. How can you just say, oh, I'm just gonna give you the receipt. You don't get no change. I'm like, mm-hmm. I said, and that made me think like, is it, I keep you said it never was customer service. I, but God damn, at least they gave change. How you just gonna take my change? Hey Ricky, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you where the best customer service at. Ain't, ain't, ain't that right, Ricky? Starbucks, yeah. baby. They yeah, Starbucks. treat you royalty up in there. Hey, 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 betray. Let's put their ass on blast. I just know what I'm saying. I'm like, man. Popeyes. Everybody know it's only one motherfucking Popeyes in South Holland. Yeah. Right across, right across the street oh my from God. Jewels. Right, right across the street Jewels. from Jewels. All right. Popeyes, then, y'all need to do motherfucking better. 
Man, <laughs> in South Holland, Illinois. Yeah, South Holland, Illinois. What you doing at Popeyes at nine o'clock in the morning, man? That's all hey, man, that was the wife thing. That was the wife. Thing. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Trey, hey, Trey, hey, Trey, I already know what meal you got. You got the two for ten. Two, 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 <laughs> two, 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 can, two can die for ten dollars. My wife—that's Ricky neighborhood. Hey, but. Popeyes in South Holland, y'all know there's only one Popeyes in South Holland, right across the street from the Jewels, right Dang. next door to right next door to Rallies, across the street yeah. from Mc, yeah. right, across right across street from McDonald's, street. Yeah, McDonald's on the red. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I fucking told you, it's, it's, only, it's only a nickel, and, 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 uh, yeah. and I'm like, well, God damn, if you take every nickel about every drive through, goddamn, if you could take a nickel, you could take a dollar. So then, and, and, and that's what Vic was talking about when they went to. Uh, that experience they had at, at the Chicago Waffle House. Yeah, How yeah, them motherfuckers yeah. fuck with his debit card. If you stealing a nickel, motherfucker, you show to be stealing, motherfucker. You'll be charging your motherfuckers extra on their card. You know how motherfuckers don't be wanting their receipt and shit, don't know right, how much yeah. they pay for shit. You get home, you'd have paid $30 for a $5 meal. Hey, people, y'all with these companies, um, these customer service, y'all don't know who y'all fucking with. Y'all <laughs> fucking with people with, we got a platform right now. You got damn right. And we put y'all on blast. Y'all fuck with oh, the porch. Really? We gonna put you on blast. <laughs> Keep on fucking up. We gonna tell your shit. Oh, yeah. Get your shit out there. We gonna air your shit wide open. Right. Yeah. God damn it. We ain't gonna let you slide on that. God damn it. Fuck that. Oh, That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Hey, man, y'all go check out Janet Jackson, man. Janet Jackson documentary on Lifetime and A&E. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The part two is tonight. Well, it's Monday morning, mm-hmm. but it's over. But part two, we're coming to you uh, Saturday uh, evening. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's uh, I saw the, the first part of it. Very, very good. Very, very mm-hmm. good. So uh, go check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, part two tonight and talking about it next week. Power Book Two. Hey, hold on, Moses. Hold on, hold on. Q, <laughs> Q Nas Ether right now. <laughs> man, listen, great. man. I can't wait. Great can't ass wait. episode, man. Great episode. Yeah. Great yeah. episode yeah. last week. Yeah. Uh, no, mo- four forces coming in a couple of weeks, right? February 6th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tommy, go ahead. That's the one with Tommy. Yes. That's probably going to be the only one I'm going to watch. For real? <laughs> no, yes. I was just, no, I, no, I was just going to go back to the uh, last week episode. I was just going to say, you know, when, uh, when a daughter just stick their mama in the, just stick them in the heart. Hey. She's like, bitch, I'm going to kill you. you. <laughs> hey, she told it all, man. Like, and she didn't flinch, though. Rick, that no. was cold fuck. No. She didn't flinch no. like, no. she sat there and told that bitch, like, bitch, you can lodge me Trey. all you want, but I'm telling hey, you Trey. this bitch. Hey, Trey, hey, Trey, the, the part, Diana, when yeah. she put the, uh, birth certificate, the birth certificate out, and then she hit the table, Look at it. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like, shit. Mo, you might be right. That's going to be Was this a scene with Mary J? Yeah. 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 So how did Mary J do? You know what? She she actually did okay in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. She did. Hey, nephew, how she do? (laughs) Y'all know that Donald Trump meme when he be like, what? (laughs) 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 <laughs> hey, but um, Tina was telling me that, that that they told her that that scene when, when Mary choked her up, that wasn't supposed to happen. That, that matter of fact, I mean, not that it wasn't supposed to happen. That Diana didn't know that that was going to happen. 
They wanted a natural reaction out of her. Oh, so that's they because you know you sometimes you can't act that. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it was like a choke. No, no. If you go back and look at it, you know what I'm saying. It looked like a a real choke, though. Yeah, that she 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 didn't know that she didn't know that was it. That that the writers had you know met with Mary J. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, Mary J. Suggested that to the writers and told Mm -hmm. them what she was going to do. And, and 50 Cent explained it, uh, on, on, I think, on Instagram. But it, it, it was creative in a sense because, like you said, Rick, she, you look at it like, shit, she's like, bitch, what you, hold on, that ain't part of the script. Like, wait, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to keep it going, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was, it was really a, a really nice scene, you know? And Mary, we love you, Mary, but God, come on, man. You know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> hey, now I just ain't never seen a character angry all the motherfucking time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's just angry all the time. She like, when they wake up, what the fuck? Where, where you just coming from? Like, it's nothing yeah. nice. You know, it's like everything yeah. is harsh. That's she ain't soft at all. Be my baby. Right. Yeah, Go she should. She shouldn't have never called uh, Diana a groupie. That would take yeah. Diana off right there. Right. She's like, what? Like, oh, I'm a groupie, bitch. And you sitting up there lying right. about you, that's <laughs> your nephew and all this, your son, and bitch, you out here fucking somebody else and all this other shit. I don't I had, to, I had to rewind that a couple of times. Man. I was like, that's a classic scene right there. Like, yeah. oh shit. Well, hell yeah. yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to uh, get on off this porch, man. We thank y'all for tuning in, and we want to thank our special guest again, Denise Nolan, aka Pizzazz. AKA your girl Nisi, man. Great, great, great time with her, man. Good to see my girl, man. It's been a long time. But we're gonna move around, man. We're gonna get off this porch, man. And we're gonna be back with you guys next Monday morning for episode 63. Next next Monday at 6 a.m. And don't forget on Wednesday, every Wednesday, the losers podcast, 6 a.m. with Southside Vale and No Shirt Is It Done. All brought to you by the High RP Network. Uh, so I'll keep, baby. Yes, sir. So mm-hmm. said, don't be ashamed to pray. Don't be afraid to pray. And don't be too proud to pray. Because you know prayer changes change this thing. Walk with the Lord. And yes, he will walk with, walk with you. you. Hey, and always remember, he the reason why we live, the reason why we move, and the reason why we have our being. That's why we present. Right. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, somebody give it to me because uh, my man, you know, I guess he went to the head. <laughs> I guess we out this motherfucker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's hold the porch down. <laughs>